Hello and welcome to the Luke Miller Podcast. Uh, I'm glad you're able to join us for another week. We are on episode 42 and we've been going through uh, we've been going through a bit of a series looking at the trials of life and the hardships of life and how we're to deal with them. Now, for us to deal with them, we have to be able to ask that question of what are trials exactly? And we spent some time in Hebrews chapter 12 taking a look at that. And, and now we moved on to the question of why. Why do trials come our way? And, and it's that challenge that God really wants us to grow through the garbage that may be going on in our lives, and we want to be able to uh, know how to deal with it. Uh, we've been finding ourselves in James chapter 1 last week, and we're going to continue on because I think I only got three verses in out of the six total that I wanted to get done. Uh, and, and so I want to spend some time more in James. And, and that James chapter 1 passage is a very tough one, right? Because we get that in verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And, and now we find ourselves moving on to this next section. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who generously, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and, you will be, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea, blown and tossed in the wind. The person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. So there's a bit of a challenge here for a variety of different reasons. Uh, while being challenged to consider it pure joy when we face trials of many kinds, we see what it's really meant to do in our lives and, and allow God to work in our lives. I think one of the, the key points that we, we've studied so far in this is that to understand that my trial may trials and hardships may be different than yours and and that's because god may be doing a totally different thing in somebody else and working to refine them just like he's working to refine me in in a different way as well uh, one of the things that we see when we start to see that word perseverance uh, the word that james uses in perseverance this is really translated uh, patience in, uh, or to endure. Uh, patience, I think, is how it's translated in the King James Version. And uh, endurance is in the New American Standard Version. And, and a bit of a fun fact as we look at this, the Greek word actually comes from two words. One means to remain and the other, rem other means under. Meaning testing of your faith produces the ability to remain under. Uh, and under control. This is to counter the most, how most of us react to trials. We want out. All right. We want to get on top of it, not be under. And, and God wants us to stick with it and to hang in there, not to bail on, on whatever hardships may be going through. Uh, and it is just a natural response that we have, isn't it? Perseverance is the ability for, uh, to shake, uh, shake off what is ever happening and step up when hardship or trials uh, come our way. Remember, God chooses what we go through. He chooses how we go through it. Why, 
And, and so then we ask the question, why is it that so many people don't want to remain under the trials that they face, knowing that when I'm facing that trial, when I'm facing that hardship, God is doing something. God is doing a work. He's refining me uh, for a better outcome and something that is long-lasting. In a, in a survey that was done, uh, it, it, the question was asked uh, of when you want out of something, you know, what, what do you really want to do? And, and the top four answers are, I want to complain. Uh, and in that case, we're, we're going to let people know exactly how we feel about our frustrations. The second was, I want to lash out. Uh, and often we usually take this out on the closest people to us. The third one is, I just want to bail. All right, I, this isn't what I signed up for, uh, and I want out of this. And, and then the, the big one is, take me out of this. Uh, I'd rather be dead than go through this. And, and it's, as we look at it, it increasingly grows more scary. From I want to complain, to I want to lash out, to I want to be out of this situation to I want to be completely out of life. Um, and, and we have to deal with those. I mean, we have to address those is what I mean, right? Uh, because the more we, the more that we realize that we are being refined by God and realizing that he is personally putting us through this to make us better people, then, then the sooner we can actually deal with what the real root issue is. I, you know, every single person has probably a story of a scar that they got in some way, shape, or form, and the lesson that they've learned from it. Now, my, my dad will certainly enjoy me telling this story if he's listening to this, but when I was uh, a kid, uh, I, we would go camping every summer, and I remember my, uh, we went to go go somewhere on uh, the bike and I was on foot and my dad was on the bike and and he said, oh, just hop on the back of the bike and we'll double. And I remember my mom saying, that's not a good idea. Someone's going to get hurt. And and we did not listen. <laughs> and And sure, things were going great and we were cruising along at a good speed. And all of a sudden, we went off a bump, and my right leg got caught between the frame and the wheel, and it skinned off. Um, it skinned off all of the skin uh, on the ankle bone, like all of it. Uh, my my mom will say that we didn't need an ambulance that day because I was screaming loud enough for about four ambulances. Uh, but but I can tell you this: I have not had any of my kids double on a bike with me, <laughs> ever. <laughs> and uh, wouldn't you know it, when I've seen someone doubling or someone I know is saying, is there doubling? It's amazing how quickly this story comes up. And I've got the scar to prove it. <laughs> so, uh, and, and that's really what this kind of is, is we will go through hard lessons. We will go through trials. We will go through pain. Um, and there will be some scars, but those scars will also tell a story of how God has refined us into something better. Trials lead to life transformation. That's just uh, as, as clear as it is in this passage. Once we persevere, our trials can lead to that transformation in our life. Uh, see verse 4. Perseverance 
must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And the idea of perseverance brings us to the intended end or the intended outcome. If we persevere under pressure, we will become mature. The phrase not lacking anything is actually a very beautiful phrase here. It means that all the necessary parts are present. If you and I want to be mature and finished with no needs, then we must learn how to stay under our suffering. Only those who go through some messes will become mature. And this is far from easy, right? Uh, And no one is saying that it's easy. If staying put was easy, if submitting to what God allows, uh, if submitting, uh, submitting to what God allows and giving up was simple, everyone would be doing it. But the fact is, most Christians are going to go round and around with God about the same things over and over and the same trials because they just simply change the, the scenery or change their marriage or change their job or change their church rather than remaining under the trials and letting God change them. It's all about refinement. It's all about allowing God to change uh, and do that work in you, to remain under. That's that perseverance. So, so we go beyond that and we say, well, how do we actually do this, right? Why do these trials come? And we see it's for God to, to do a work in our lives, to, be, to go through this transformational change in our lives. But also, God gives wisdom to help us understand. If we look at the next verse in verse 5, it's one of those verses that gets quoted a lot, but in the process gets also taken out of context in my mind. And let me remind you that, we're, that we've been learning to consider it pure joy when we face trials, and we've been focused on some of the things that trials produce in our lives. Having said that, most of us are still going to have some questions, and it's normal to wonder why. God uh, here is promising he'll give wisdom when we're wondering why we're going through such hard times. In fact, it says, if anyone of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to them. And we established this uh, before as we started this. This wisdom refers to the ability to judge correctly and then to follow correct conduct. And that certainly applies when it comes to trials, trials and hardships in our lives. God gives in two ways. He gives generously. And, and this is in the present tense, which shows that God just keeps on giving and giving and giving. Uh, it reminds me of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. The second thing that we see is that God gives graciously. Notice that when God gives wisdom, he's not out to find fault with us. He gives it to all without playing favorites by bestowing wisdom on just a few. For those of us who are Christ followers, we need to claim the the promise of Romans chapter 8. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. Ask God for wisdom if you need insight. And, and I think this is a level of peace that we should be asking for and seeing. If we do not understand why things are happening to us, yet we know 
that God is putting us through something and God will do something in us so that we can see our lives transformed, that we can be refined, then the next step, if we don't understand, is to simply ask God for wisdom. God, I need you to open my eyes to see what I need to see in order that I can get to the root of the problem that may be going on, that you are trying to refine. For you to say, God, I can't figure it out. And, and what God is saying is, I will direct your steps. And, and if you remember, uh, if you remember back all the way into the summer uh, from the podcast, which I'm sure you do, and you've got the notes sitting on your refrigerator probably, when we were talking about wisdom, uh, and trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. There was something in the in asking for wisdom that God wasn't giving you a spotlight picture of, of what's going to be happening three years down the road necessarily, but he will light your path and direct your steps. He will give you that wisdom to know what is next and what you're dealing with. And, and as we wrap this up, I think uh, as we get to verse 6, it leads us to this last part of, of, a, of asking why are those trials happening to us? We see that they are meant to be transformational, so we know what we need to do to react to this. Ask for wisdom. And second, ask God to deal with your doubts. In verse 6, we, we see, But when he asks, he must, uh, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, tossed and blown in the wind. Uh, if you and I really want to stand up under uh, and, and know... Uh, how it is that God wants us to grow, then really verse 7 is, is like a slap in the face. Uh, the man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. Do you really want wisdom? Then you must be willing to receive whatever God wants to do in you, trials included. All right, and, and it continues on to verse 8. A doubter is double-minded and, and unstable in all that he does. Uh, and and out of this, I think of a, a great C.S. Lewis quote, uh, which is, why do the righteous suffer? To which he replied, why not? They're the only ones who can take it. <laughs> have, you, have you thought of that? It's the same thing with hope in our lives, right? As we look at hope and We've got that eternal hope. We know Jesus is coming again as Christ followers. As we look at a world that is looking for hope, they don't have that, that long-term hope that we do. When it comes to suffering, there's still that long-term hope and that promise that God is doing something big in our lives and wanting to, to refine us into something big. So when we ask, why do the righteous suffer? Why not? Because we're the only ones who can truly take it, knowing that there's a purpose behind it, that God has a plan for it. So, so as we finish up here, I think it's uh, very good for us to, to take some time in, and think about this. As we look at uh, maybe a trial in our life right now, and, and maybe there's some simple questions that we can can ask if you are going through a trial or whenever we are, right? And the first question is, is saying, what happened to me? 
which is simply writing down the detail of the trial you're going through. If you've got a, a journal or something, take time today, or as you're listening to this or once this is over, to write down a trial that is going on in your life. And in the second question that we want to ask is, why am I here on earth? And, and that's, what's the purpose of my life according to God's word? What, what's my purpose? What is God directing me to? So we ask, what has happened to me? Now we ask, why am I here? What is my purpose? Where, what has God told me to do? What is God's mission for me? And that leads us to the next question of how can this trial advance that purpose? What can I do today to advance the purpose of displaying the superiority of a life lived in God? Let me say that again, if I can remember it. What, <laughs> what can I do today to advance the purpose of displaying superiority of, of a life lived in God? Meaning, know that I know, now that I know what my purpose is, how can the trial I'm going through advance that purpose? How is God refining me? And, and really, the last question in that is, what resources can I access at this moment to help me? If you are a follower of Christ, you are one of God's children, and you have the strength and the comfort of the Holy Spirit within. Ask God for wisdom, and he will give you wisdom. You've got the word of God giving your wisdom to direct your path, as we looked in Proverbs. You've got a church. If you don't have a church, you get connected with a church, and you get a part of a community that wants to help you grow and help you be discipled and help you live out that purpose according to where God is leading you. That's what it's about. And so, so we ask those four questions as we go through a trial, and I think it'll, it'll allow us to really and earnestly ask God for wisdom, not only in the purpose in our life, but ask that question of what's he trying to do uh, in my life right now? What's he trying to refine to make me better so that we can advance God's mission of building the kingdom? I'm going gonna, uh, I'm gonna to finish with that today. I think that's a good place to stop as next week we'll look at add it even further and and dive deeper a little into this. I hope you're enjoying this. It's something that's probably been fairly prevalent in our lives over the last year as we've asked why multiple times is are certain things happening, whether it's in our own lives or whether it is uh, just simply something that is uh, very large, such as the pandemic that affects lots of people, and we're asking why. Uh, so, so we're going to take a look at, at more of this next week. I hope you're enjoying this. Let me just uh, ask for prayer and ask for prayer for wisdom as we go throughout this week and we start to ask some of those tough questions and ask God for that wisdom. Let's pray. God, I thank you for today. I thank you that we can read your word and go through James and, and see that there's joy even in trials. But God, as we're going through them, it's, it's tough to find that joy sometimes. Uh, and God, so we ask that that this week you would really illuminate your purpose uh, for us um, in our lives, uh, where you're calling us to be. And as we look at the trials we may be facing, asking ourselves a question or asking you to give us wisdom to see what needs refining in our lives so that we can help advance your kingdom. 
God, we thank you that we can study your word, we, that we can just listen to this, we can discuss this, and we thank you that you are there for us through the trials and constantly refining. And we pray that, that as we go through these trials, uh, that our lives will be transformed so that we can uh, serve you better, that we can see your kingdom grow, and that people will come to know you. We just pray these things all in your amazing and holy name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me this week. Uh, Looking forward to next week as we continue into this. But until then, take care, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.